Hi everyone, I'm Rosemarie Miller here with Brett Knight, a senior editor here at Forbes, here to discuss Tiger Woods ending his long-standing Nike partnership. Thank you so much for joining me today, Brett. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So Brett, how much money did Tiger Woods make with Nike over the course of their partnership? So this was a, a partnership that Tiger signed with Nike in 1996, immediately after he turned pro. He was only 20 years old then. So in the more than 27 years since that, that partnership was signed, we estimate that he made more than $500 million before accounting for taxes and agents fees and everything else that gets netted out of that. Um, but more than $500 million in, in total earnings uh, at, at the peak of that contract, that was over $30 million annually for Tiger, um, which was a big step up from uh, the initial deal that he signed, which was uh, widely reported at $40 million over five years. Um, you know, that, that's a deal that uh, a, a couple years after he signed it, uh, Tiger's dad, Earl, called it chump change. Uh, so in, in hindsight, it looks pretty prescient, but it's important to remember that at the time that he signed that, it was already one of the most lucrative endorsement deals in sports history to that point. And it just went up from there. So more than $500 million total across more than 27 years, an incredible endorsement deal. So how did Tiger Woods help build Nike's golf division and what's the status of that division now? So as much as Tiger profited from, from this partnership, uh, it was just as beneficial for Nike. Their golf division, when they signed Tiger in, in 1996, was virtually non-existent. Um, and in, in just a matter of a couple years, it reportedly grew tenfold to, to $300 million in sales. Uh, you know, in, in the early 2000s, that division started making golf balls and golf clubs, as well as, you know, apparel and, and shoes. And that division ended up growing to almost $800 million in sales uh, at the height. Um, so, you know, this was a, a, a deal where, where Tiger wore Nike everywhere. Uh, he was a, a tremendous pitch man for that division, for those products. Even in ads that he was filming for, for other brands, uh, he would still often be wearing Nike apparel. So, you know, we, we did a story at Forbes many years ago where we talked to a, uh, a Buick executive uh, when, when Tiger was filming Buick ads. And, you know, Tiger was wearing Nike hats in those ads. And, and even these other companies that were hiring him to pitch their products, they didn't see any problem with that. They just thought it was, you know, Tiger is Nike. It's natural that he wears Nike products in any public appearance. Uh, you know, Nike wasn't necessarily contractually requiring him to wear uh, Nike products in all those divisions, but they certainly were encouraging it and they certainly benefited from it. Um, there's a, a story of Phil Knight, the, the Nike co-founder at a shareholder meeting in 2000. Uh, there was a question that was maybe challenging him a bit whether Nike could maybe find some some better ways to spend $20 million a year than giving it to Tiger Woods. He had a very simple answer. No, uh, he was, you know, Tiger was just tremendously valuable um, to this company. Uh, in the years since, um, Nike has been pulling back uh, in, in its golf efforts. Uh, they stopped making uh, equipment like the golf balls and golf clubs in, in 2016. Now there, there have recently been some rumblings that, that Nike might pull out of golf entirely, even stop making the golf apparel. 
Um, you know, one factor there is that, uh, you know, even though Nike is one of the big golf apparel manufacturers, it's a tiny slice of, of that company. Uh, when you when you compare it to everything else it has going on, this is a company that does, you know, 50 billion or more in annual revenue. So golf, very, very small piece. Um, and, and the company has additionally said that it wants to bring down costs by up to two billion over the next three years and that there's going to be some layoffs across the company. So. Uh, you know, some some rumblings about uh, about what might be the future of, of Nike, Nike Golf without Tiger. Um, you know, there's some other uh, movement in the sponsorship world that is sort of fueling that speculation as well. Um, a high profile golfer, Jason Day, recently left Nike for a new uh, endorsement deal with Malvin. Um, there's some speculation that that other high profile ambassadors could leave, too. So a little bit of uncertainty of, on what lies ahead for Nike Golf, but certainly these last 27 years, they have you know extracted tremendous value from this this endorsement deal with Tiger. So, what brands could Tiger possibly partner with in the future? So, there's a lot of options here for for Tiger going ahead as he thinks about you know what companies he might want to work with. So, it's a bit hard to ha handicap exactly where he might go. You know, he's he's in this sort of free agent status as a, as a pitch man right now. Um, you know, relative to, to some other segments in, in the sports apparel and sports equipment world, like say basketball sneakers, where you mainly have just two or maybe three brands, uh, golf is a lot more fractured. You have a, a lot of smaller brands that have, you know, one or more uh, of, uh, uh, of prominent golfers that they work with as ambassadors. So, you know, one option would be uh, Tiger could go with a, you know, relatively established brand that wants to expand. Um, one example would be TaylorMade, he already uses TaylorMade equipment. Um, they have a small apparel section uh, or, or apparel offering within the company. So if they wanted to expand uh, their apparel business, um, maybe they, they look to Tiger. You could also go with one of these, you know, sort of new upstarts. Um, anyone who wants Tiger, even though, you know, he's, he's winding down his career, anyone who wants Tiger is going to have to pay up. So if it is one of these smaller brands that doesn't have the marketing budget to, you know, pay him many, many millions in cash, he could do more of an equity deal, take a stake in the company as opposed to taking the cash. Um, you know, a sort of example of, of that would maybe if, be if you think about uh, Roger Federer um, late in his career, um, started started working with on sneakers. Um, he, in, he invested some of his his own money in that, took a, a pretty significant stake. And, uh, you know, in the, in the wake of their, their IPO and their continued growth, that stake's now you know, worth a couple hundred million dollars. So uh, Federer has done very well going that way. Um, one name that's coming up a lot is, as people start to speculate on this with Tiger is uh, Grayson Clothiers. Um, they're they're fast growing. They have, you know, 20 or so prominent ambassadors already, uh, including both pro golfers and, and athletes from from some other sports like hockey and baseball and tennis. Um, John, uh, Justin Thomas is, is their biggest golfer on their roster. He's he's a friend of Tiger, so there's a connection there. But the real reason that, that people keep coming back to, to Grayson in the last couple of days is that, you know, last month, uh, Larry Fitzgerald, the former NFL receiver, had this Instagram story where he seemed to indicate that that Tiger's son, Charlie, uh, his, his 14 year old son, who's who's a up and coming golfer, um, you know, Larry Fitzgerald seemed to indicate that, that Charlie Woods had signed with Grayson. Uh, people also noticed that that Charlie was wearing Grayson products at this uh, tournament um, in December, the PNC Championship, where fathers and, and sons golf together. 
Um, so, uh, you know, there, there's there's some uh, loose connection maybe there with, with Tiger already. Uh, you can actually, some of these offshore sports books are allowing you to place uh, bets on on where Tiger uh, ends up uh, with his with his um, sponsorship deal, and so for what it's worth, uh, right now TaylorMade is the favorite. Grayson is is next up, so could be one of those two. There's other options: Skechers, Under Armour, Adidas, Uniqlo. Those are among some of the other prominent brands in the mix, uh, at least according to odds makers. So hard to say right now, but he's he certainly has a, a bunch of options of where he could end up. Well, Brett, what does Tiger's endorsement career look like going forward? So Tiger doesn't play a ton of golf anymore. Um, between injuries and age, he's you know he, he's really scaled back where he's able to play. Uh, but in golf, you can have a long endorsement career off the course in in retirement, even after you stop playing. So, you know, if you think back to Arnold Palmer, um, he won his last PGA Tour event in, in 1973. But at the time of his death, death in 2016, we estimated he was still making, you know, $40 million a year. Uh, so that that would have been more than all but a handful of active athletes even today make off the field. So uh, other act, uh, uh, other um, prominent golfers like, like Jack Nicklaus and Gary Player and, and Greg Norman have also been very successful since retiring from competition. So... You know, uh, regardless of, of how long Tiger keeps playing on tour, you know, he's he's indicated he's going to be playing in, in L.A. In, in February. But regardless of what the future holds after that, even even whether or not he, he decides to play on the, the senior tour after he turns 50, uh, there's still plenty he can do on the marketing side, um, both with his his apparel sponsorship and, and and otherwise. And he also has a bunch of businesses already uh, to, to occupy his time. So he has a golf course design business. Uh, there's a golf league he's founding with Rory McIlroy that, that's scheduled to start play next year. So certainly no shortage of things that, that Tiger can keep doing um, as he transitions out of being a competitive golfer and into retirement. Well, this has been great. Thank you so much for joining me today, Brett. Yeah, great speaking with you.